0: Welcome to First Things First, the weekly podcast where we talk about God, faith, and life in Shallow Water, Texas. Our podcast is a production of First Shallow Water, and you can find more information about our church by clicking on the link in the description of this episode. Thanks for joining us. Here's our pastor, Brad Miles.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the First Things First podcast. Every week on the First Things First podcast, we have amazing, interesting, exciting people that come in and just share about their lives, share about what God is doing in their lives, and it's always exciting. It's always a treat. Uh, my favorite part about this podcast, though, is that the amazing, exciting, interesting people that we have with us every week, they probably are your neighbors. They, they probably live next to you. You probably bump into them when you come to church. If you come to church at First Shallowar, you probably see them at the school. You probably see them at the, at the Dollar General. You know what I mean? So uh, that's my favorite thing about the podcast, and today is no exception. We have a really amazing, awesome, interesting person here with us today, my friend Jennifer Mitchell. Uh, Jennifer uh, works uh, for Shallow Water ISD. Tell, tell me what your position is at Shallow Water ISD.
0: Yes, I'm the communications director yeah. for the district. So, all yeah, right. All and, the fun stuff. <laughs> and
1: the day that we're recording this, so it's not going to, it comes out, it'll come out like way later you know, than today. But the day that we we're recording this was the, is the day of... Shallow water eyes deconvocation, which is one of your big events of the year, and you have been yeah. running around like crazy trying to get all that done. So, thank <laughs> you, so yeah, thank you for, for, for joining us and being oh, yeah. a part of this today. Absolutely. But, uh, but, but also been a member of our church for, for a while. You, I mean, almost as long as I've been here, right? Yeah, a little, a little uh, over a year,
0: yeah, year or so, yeah. yeah, that's
1: what I thought. So, uh, so I knew it was. It's since yeah. I came as pastor, yes, but but yeah. I hadn't been here super long. Yes. So uh, so uh, involved in a bunch of stuff in our church, and uh, uh, but we're super excited that 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 you, that you're here and that you're joining us. So Jennifer, just tell everybody. About yourself, what like what's the what's the essential Jennifer? You know, like what, <laughs> what do people need to know about you? Talk family, job, all that kind of stuff. What
0: okay, well, first listening to this podcast, you always say amazing, interesting, exciting. So I was like, Whew, I'll never be called. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> anyways, um, yes, I'm Jennifer Mitchell. I'm married to Carson. Um, we've lived in shallow water since 2016. Y- yes, 2016. Yeah. Um, start of 2017. Um, and we've got two girls. Macy is four and starting pre K mm-hmm. in oh, 15 days, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Hallie is one and a half. So right. yes, yeah, just in the fun. That's stages. good. The yes. fun
1: stage. That yes. is a fun stage. That yeah, it's uh, it goes by way too fast. That's though, what I hear. Yes,
0: it has this. Yeah, yeah, it has. It's crazy. We've got a pre-K. Yeah, blows my mind. Uh,
1: it is. That's crazy. And you <laughs> blink, and then they're graduating from high school. Yes. So anyway, yeah, yeah. It, it is trying
0: to soak it all in. <laughs> it is. It's kind
1: of it's kind of crazy. So uh, so and your job, communications director. So what does that look like? What what all are your responsibilities at, at Water ISD?
0: Yeah. So I always tell people I have the fun job yeah. of sharing, <laughs> just sharing all of the awesome things going on in the district, whether cool. it's a student who did something awesome in sports or academics or whatever. Right. Um, or a teacher that taught a really cool lesson in a classroom. Um, I get to share all of that. That's cool. And so, um, whether that's in the newspaper or on social media or the website, wherever we Mm -hmm. just blast it out. So the community can see what all is going on at the school. Yeah. And there's a lot, there's a lot going on. That's the thing. Like there, there's so many things. I don't, even cover half of them probably yeah, that yeah. that's going on. Well teachers and, and kids make my job easy. That's right. And <laughs> a lot
1: of great like a lot of a lot of things that are going on, but then like what you were saying were a lot of a lot of really awesome stories. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of really good stories about um, you know, about You know, things that, you know, teachers who are creative and innovative and, you know, interesting and students who are super smart or gifted. And uh, that is is a pretty fun job. You do have a fun job, Jennifer. I do.
0: I would agree with you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Carson, what about Carson? What does he do? So he,
0: I never know what his title is. (laughs) I'm a great wife. He, uh, I guess you'd call him a salesman yeah, for yeah. Nutrient Act Solutions. So okay, he hel- okay. sells uh, seed and chemical and fertilizer okay, to yeah. farmers. Um, he's office out of Plains. Okay. So he uh, gets to. Have a hefty drive in the yeah, mornings, yeah. but <laughs> he drives back and forth. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Anyways. I'll and
1: add. and been living here since 2016. Yes, yeah. 2016, 2017. All mm-hmm. right, good deal. Good yes, deal. sir. Okay, so um, uh, w- one of the things that we what we really love to hear about on the on the podcast is we were you know the main reason for doing this is to kind of well, first of all, the main reason to do this was when I became mm-hmm. the pastor here. uh, I thought it would be awesome for me to get to know people if I just sat across from them and just yeah. kind of let them talk about their lives a little bit and then I got the genius idea to like put a microphone in front yeah. of both, both of us while we were having it. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so because I thought if it would be interesting for me, surely other people would find it interesting as well and and they have, you know. Yeah. So really, but it started out totally selfish. Like it was just, it was me just looking forward to getting to know people yeah. and kind of hearing people's story. Um, but what we really like to hear about is, you know, our, our journey in faith, you know. So, uh, so, so talk about about how you came to faith in Christ. Like what did that look like for you when you when you really uh, when you really kind of made the decision to to mm-hmm. surrender your life to Christ? How how did that work for you? What did it look like? Who was involved? T- tell that story yeah. for us.
0: Um so I grew up actually in the Methodist church yeah, yeah, in yeah. um Little Old Earth, Texas. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh it was the most I mean, it was an amazing church, super uh-huh. supportive. Uh, my parents uh, I think Anna Jackson refers to her as herself as a drug baby. I was yeah. one of those drug to, tru- to church. Yes, <laughs> drug to church every time the doors were open. Um, every Sunday. We didn't have Wednesday nights. Right. We had Sunday night youth. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's where we were. And then I would go to the Baptist church on Wednesday nights with my friends. Nice. So yeah, yeah. that's how small towns work. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh grew up in a very supportive household. I couldn't have asked for a better childhood. Yeah. Um, and so I accepted Jesus, uh, I sad, but I had to think about it like really when that moment was. Um, but it was at Cedar Canyon church camp. Nice. Uh, and we were in the, I think they called it the tabernacle, but uh-huh. it was where we, um, did worship Right. eight years old. And we were singing, um, Lord, I lift your name on high, oh, and yeah. I remember the feeling, um, yeah. and so I went back um, home and had the conversations with yeah. uh, Gary Lindley, was the pastor, <laughs> That's awesome. and uh, my best friend, friend at the time, and I got baptized together. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it was fun. So, so uh, eight years old. <laughs> yeah, eight
1: years old. And I think, you know, it's interesting, too, when I talk to people like you who kind of grew up mm-hmm. in the church, you know, um, there for a, for some of them, there there is kind of a point in time that they remember, you know, uh, but for a lot of them, it just kind of was a culmination mm-hmm. of like several years of the Lord working in their heart yeah. and in their life, you know, and, um, and so it, it, it's not always easy for a person to kind of pin down. Right. Oh yeah, here's the exact moment when it happened. It was kind of this, you know, thing that was happening Isn't over the course of these 3 or 4 kind years. Kind
0: of an up and down like you not that you have to reaccept, but like sure. you just kind of like, oh yeah. my gosh, I've got to re- surrender to you again. Like, That's, what have I been doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you kind
1: of you make this decision yeah. to commit your heart and your life to Christ, but you don't really know at that time what Mm-mm. that all means, you know? Yeah. Cuz you're just not you're not able to grasp all of that. And then so then over the course of your life, you kind of have to Oh gosh, that means I have to surrender this to the Lord yeah. too, and that means I have to surrender this to the Lord too. I'm yeah, not the best at it all. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's true. That's true. Right, I'll keep this one. <laughs> yeah. So oh. talk
1: about. So you 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 were saved at a pretty young age mm-hmm. then. So uh, so kind of what did that look like for you growing growing up and uh, and how did your faith kind of evolve as you you know as you as you got into junior high, got into mm-hmm. high school? Like what did that what did that look like for you?
0: Yeah, uh, junior in high school, I um. It was really all the same. I yeah. uh, I really never felt like, like looking back, like I really had to depend on him.
1: Like yes, right.
0: We're really stretched whenever we're challenged. Right. Um And I'm very lucky to say that I really didn't face super hard things. Yeah. Um yeah. And so, I mean, I always believed and I always sure, sure. drug my friends with me. I uh-huh. wanted them to do what I was doing. Um, but really... I didn't have my big, big faith stretch until after college. Uh-huh. Um, I went to church throughout college, tried different places. Um, but after college, whenever you're supposed to have your life together, and <laughs> well, let me back up. So I will say, as a senior, I thought I knew exactly what I was going to do. I was going to major in this, and that's what I was going to do. Right. My dad loves me. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I was one of the kids that changed her major five times oh, yeah. in college. Yeah. Still graduated on time. So he didn't have Way any to go, extra Jennifer. money. Yeah, things. yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought I knew and that was one thing that I really didn't consult God about. <laughs> I see. Right. Um and I thought I just had it all figured out. Um yeah. and I'm still not doing what I graduated with. Right. So uh it just I'm thankful that doors opened and uh-huh. shut whenever they did because that was him protecting me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um so anyways, yeah. After uh and tell me if I'm No, going no, I love this. Track. No, this okay. is exactly what we need to talk all about. Right. Yeah. Um so after college, you're supposed to have your life together. Um <laughs> have this great big job and you're sure. making all this money and right, right. I get into it and it wasn't all I thought it was going to be. Right. <laughs> and, um, I struggled with anxiety and I think I did all growing up. I mm-hmm. just never really realized it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um,
0: and so once I got out into the real world, um, I had put a lot of pressure on myself that I was supposed to be this person and it wasn't, what I thought I was supposed to be. And, uh, so I struggled a lot with that. And, um, Carson and I were engaged and I was super happy about that. Like it was supposed to be the happiest time and blissful. And I was struggling and thank God for Carson. Like he Mm. was so patient with me and, um, loved me through it. And, um, then yeah, after we got married, my mom was like, an all-star mom like right. as a child looking up to her mom like she cooked meals she had kept the house clean she right. worked she was a teacher she uh worked 24 yeah. 7 basically as right. teachers do yeah and she just seemed like she had it all together and I thought that would magically happen whenever I said I mm-hmm. do <laughs> and yeah. it didn't yeah. um and so I that was just kind of where um it's kind of fuzzy
1: yeah. Is that normal? Okay. Yeah, well, the, right. our air conditioner. For oh, those that's of you the air conditioner. The air conditioner just <laughs> came on. So that's what you just heard. I, I'm too stupid to know how to turn it off. I've tried to turn it off during podcasts, and I can't do it. Anyway, I'm I sorry about it was that. I thought our sound. I'm sorry. No, no, it's the air <laughs> cool. conditioner. Okay, cool.
0: So. Glad to know that. Um, so anyways, um, it took me to get to a very low breaking point where I realize that i needed help yeah um so i um was actually helping lead a grow group at uh-huh. a church in lubbock and i reached out to one of the pastors there and um him and his wife just kind of um guided me and yeah. they led me to eventually a counselor yeah who i am like I think everybody needs a counselor, yeah, whether you no think doubt. you do or exactly. not. Exactly, yeah. Um, that totally turned everything around and, like, kind of helped me realize, like, it's okay that right. you're feeling these things. Like, this yeah. is life. And she yeah. just helped me walk um, through all of that. So, um, and I'll still see her. Like, right. she's, like, on call. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's awesome to have that resource. Um, So, anyways, in all of that to say – uh. I kind of started learning that depending on God and big life decisions and the little ones, like, sure, he needs to be consulted. Yes, right, right, <laughs> and right. Just to be guided and help Him do that for you. You don't have to fit. It's much easier if you let Him help you figure it no out. No doubt. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, and I think so. You've said several things that I, I kind of want to come back to. Yes. So I'm going to uh, come back to you and kind of okay. ask you some questions about yeah. it. But uh, because that's so, I th- look, that story that you just told. There are a lot of people listening to this podcast that there are pieces of that journey they're like, "Oh my gosh, you know that's yeah. that's where I am or that's where I have been." so um, but but one of the things so one of the things that you said is that uh, you know you you kind of grew up in a situation where you you really didn't have to struggle, mm-hmm. you know uh, and so uh, and so while you had surrendered your heart and your life to Christ, like in the daily living out of your faith, mm-hmm. you really weren't ever in a place where you really had to depend on God. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so then it kind of, so then for you, it was kind of like, you know, it was this, this, it was a part of your life. It was a real part of your life. It was an Mm -hmm. important part of your life. But when you're making a big decision about like what you're going to major in or where you're going to go to college or Mm -hmm. those kinds of things, it didn't even really occur to you.
0: That I needed. Yeah. That,
1: that, that that was something that, you know, that you should be really seeking the Lord Mm -hmm. out about. Right. so is that kind of is that accurate about how it went down definitely
0: yeah and i think that's why i loved i taught um some high school classes before just doing this and i think that's why i loved that age so much yeah they're getting into that um part of their life and sure so that age group and young married they have a special place yeah (laughs) right because those are places where you were kind of yeah where i grew right yeah
1: yeah. So, so, you, and then you got to college, change your major five times mm-hmm. while you're in college. Mm-hmm. But, but in all of that process, was there ever a moment where you're like, "I wonder what the Lord wants me to do"? Or yeah. were you're just kind of trying to figure it out?
0: Um. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a a time. Like I just stayed steady and going to church, sure, and I yeah. just like I felt like so. My job right out of um, college was speech therapy. That's okay. what I finished, yeah. and I really felt like. I was being called to do that, right. um, and I loved it, yeah, I loved working with kids, so one of my majors was being a teacher, right, and then I switched to communications um, and nursing was in there, so right. I was like, like well, all of that kind of lumps in together mm-hmm. speech therapy, like sure. working with kids or um and so that's kind of, and I felt like going through the classes and stuff, I loved it yeah. um and then i got out into it and i i did love it but i just didn't love it enough to go to grad school for it and right. so that's one of those i don't really feel like i answered your question about
1: um, no you did thing. like you yeah. you, so you felt like the lord was calling you yeah. to that but yeah. then when you got into it mm-hmm. it was like like i don't know I, you know and it sounds like to me when you were describing it that it kind of you were kind of at this point where um where you're like, man, I don't like this. you yeah, know. And yeah. then, but then you're like, but then you're like, why don't I like this? Like, yeah. is there something wrong with me or like, what, you know, and is I that kind of,
0: yeah, I think the biggest part of my struggle was I didn't want to, I might get emotional. I didn't want to disappoint my parents. Yeah. Um, because they, um, they helped me so much. I mean, they helped me with college. Yeah. I am so fortunate for all of their support and, my biggest thing was I did not want to disappoint them. They just yeah. paid all of this money for me to right, go to college, right. and I'm not doing what they paid for. Yeah,
1: you went out and got this yeah. degree, and then yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And um, I never really talked to them about that until I hit like my breaking point, and they were like. Jennifer, all we want is for you to be happy. Right. <laughs> like, oh, well, that would have a lot. That helps a whole yeah. lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, I well, think that was the biggest.
1: So the reason why I was asking that, though, mm-hmm. is because I feel like, I, I, I feel like, and this has been true for myself at times mm-hmm. too. But, but I know for other people. Like, for so many of us, what well, we have all these. We put all of these responsibility. We pick up all these responsibilities and all these burdens, mm-hmm. and we're carrying them around that we were yes. never really never intended to exactly, carry yes and so like this burden of expectation of your parents expectations mm-hmm. they didn't put that on you no you 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 put it on yourself I'm you a
0: professional at that yeah
1: <laughs> so but but what i'm trying to say is i don't think you're alone at all you mm-hmm. know and and there's probably somebody listening to this podcast that is actually feeling like they're about to collapse under the mm-hmm. weight of all these burdens and their their burdens that they've taken up themselves that their mm-hmm. burdens that they're carrying around themselves and no one's really asked them to carry those yeah. you know yeah. and uh and 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 so there's a path to freedom from that you know uh and it comes whenever we you know, do, do what you do. You get to the end of your, and you realize you you're, you're, you kind of get to the end of your open crowd to the Lord and you're like, Lord, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And the Lord's like, Hey, see this thing. I didn't mean for you to carry that. Can I take that off of you? Yeah. You know? And this thing over here, I didn't mean for you to carry that. Like, take, can I take that off of you? You know? Yes. Uh, and so I feel like that what you described is actually something that a lot of people mm-hmm. have to kind of navigate their way through, you know? Yeah. So anyway, that's why I was yes. asking about that. Yeah.
0: You, yeah. You explained it perfectly. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, exactly how I was feeling. <laughs> yeah, you just
1: had this, you know, and then yeah. but then when you throw on top of that, then all of these other expectations that you put on yourself, like, so <laughs> I love the way you described it. Like my, you were like, my mom is a superwoman, you know, mm-hmm. and she did all this stuff, and so whenever I couldn't be the person that she was going, that she mm-hmm. was, then you've kind of felt like a failure.
0: Yeah, and that's one thing Um going to counseling really helped me. Like she told me, you're not your mom yeah like God made you to be Jennifer that's right and um, so that like just talking through that and um, yeah that helped a lot yeah
1: well and I will say a couple of things uh, so the the one gift I've given my kids is that they will never have that experience of <laughs> <laughs> failing to live up to the high standard that I've set so they're gonna be just fine on that uh, on that regard there's a whole lot of other things but, but the one good thing is that they want that I didn't set too high a bar that's for sure but uh, but I but that that um, that feeling maybe maybe this is kind of more what it made me think about. Uh, we uh, and I talk about this a lot, or I have been. Maybe it's because mm-hmm. the Lord's been dealing with me about it. Mm-hmm. But but I find it really fascinating the places where we choose to root our identity. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Yes. So like we will root our identity in our job, mm-hmm. in our profession. So we graduate from college with this degree, and then we think, okay, I am a speech pathologist right or yeah. i am a you know nurse or doctor or whatever We yeah. root our identity in our profession so that when that profession then is not working out yeah and we're like i don't think i can do this anymore it's not just oh i need to find a different job it's that who even am i yeah do you yeah. see what i mean
0: yeah and that's one thing like i've learned throughout um all of this like our main purpose yeah it's to share him, like you can exactly. do that wherever you are. Yeah. Um. And that was my biggest thing was like, what is my purpose? What am I supposed to do in right. this world? I can do that. I'm live like we're living out our purpose. We can do that wherever your it job doesn't matter. Your job doesn't matter, <laughs> yeah. right?
1: You're you you can live out your purpose mm-hmm. no matter what the job is. That's yeah. The, yeah that's so good. And uh, if there are young people listen to this too, like the, like the high school students mm-hmm. or the college students that you thought about. Like I just want to say to them, hey, what, your vocation or your profession, like what, mm-hmm. like what job you want to do, is not nearly as important to God as you think it is, it's, yeah. or as or, or important mm-hmm. to you. Like for for the Lord, it's it's so simple. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mm-hmm. soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yes. Like. That's pretty much it. All yeah. the law and profits hang on those two things, yeah. right? So, you know, I, there are things that he desires for us and things yeah. that he wants to give us. But but I think we put a lot of our identity or our self-worth, we tie a lot of it up into like whatever our vocation is going to yeah. be. And, and I guess when you get a little older, you realize, mm-hmm. man, you know, this, this thing that I do from eight to five every day is not who. Right. It doesn't. It's not the sum of who I am. No, yeah. and that's not to say it's not important. But it's. But I don't have to derive my, you know, self worth from it. Yeah. You know. Yes. Yeah. Which is a that's a freeing thing mm-hmm. to get to. Oh yeah. But then and you it's are going to
0: work a lot more enjoyable. No doubt, because
1: the pressure's <laughs> off, right? Yeah. Uh, but then the other thing you said though is like because the other thing like being a mom, mm-hmm. my
0: mm-hmm.
1: identity is mom.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So then. If I feel like I'm not living up to whatever the standard is for that, then I am a rotten failure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. a I'm a worthless human being because I, because my identity is bound up in this thing. Yeah. Do you you know, you know what well, I'm saying? And
0: then like you spend all this time being mom, and then they graduate, and yeah, they and don't need <laughs> you as much. And then what? Oh, girl. <laughs> I'm like, uh, don't even tell me. What am I going to do? Yeah, don't even tell me. Like <laughs> I'm my not there yet, but...
1: my oldest daughter, you know, just got married. And I just want you to know, I I just want you to know, that is so, <laughs> it's 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 so wonderful and amazing, yeah. and also so painful, you know, yeah, uh, because there is like, and for us, like Carson got married on a Friday, and then on Saturday afternoon, Amy drove. Our, our youngest daughter, Sadie, to to Mississippi. Oh, my. And she spent two weeks at a dance int- intensive in a, a Christian dance company uh-huh. there in Jackson, Mississippi. So, so she drove, dropped her off, and then she came back. And so we went from like wedding and family, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And then all of a sudden, it was just the two of us, no kids, yeah. like sitting on the couch going whoa you know hi i'm brad (laughs) (laughs) i know but it was like man you know that there even was a little bit of i don't know what you call it like withdrawal or whatever else it is and that this you know when your identity is parent Mm -hmm. you know then if that's the root of your identity that's where you're rooting your identity then well that's a shaky place to put it you know because uh because all kinds of crazy things happen in our family lives and and uh and so, even though those are good things, right your job being a parent those are really good things, but you can't derive your sense of worth from them, yeah, you can't root your identity in them because if you do, you know uh that's shaky ground, yeah, you know it can be actually really deadly, which mm-hmm. is kind of what you were describing because you're like, I wasn't living up to the standard my mom, and then I, yeah. the wheels were just coming off, and I'm a failure, and what am yes. I doing you know <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I think there's a lot of folks out there who that's probably where some of us are living, you know, mm-hmm. uh, my, you know, my house is not clean enough, you know, mm-hmm. my kids are making, you know, choices that I don't understand, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, 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 and then we just feel, uh, like, like we failed, yeah. like there's no hope or, you know, Yeah. so, but, but, but I, the encouragement that I would give folks listening right now is that, um, our identity is found in the in the person and the work of Jesus, mm. you know, who, uh, who stretched himself out on a cross, uh, on our behalf, you know, yeah. and who, uh, who, um, who, be- because of his sacrifice, we're-, we're, we're, called sons and daughters of God. Like that's our yeah. identity, you know, uh, adopted into his family. Yeah. That's our identity. And it doesn't have anything to do with anything we've done you know exactly <laughs> or right. or can do you <laughs> yeah. know so okay yeah. so you you talked about how you you know you kind of got to a point where you knew like mm-hmm. you needed some help mm-hmm. so um w- is it okay for you to talk a little bit about what was going on in your life at that point like how did you know i'm at the bottom like what did yeah. that look like for you
0: um i cried all the time mm-hmm. like i um, eventually they i was diagnosed with a uh, Anxiety induced depression. Depression. Yeah, right. I had to get the work right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just like I couldn't function really. Yeah. Like I wasn't. I couldn't really do anything at work. I would come home and just lay around right. all day, just cried all yeah. the time. And yeah, I just I vividly um remember crying in my bathroom floor. This is after mm-hmm. Carson and I were married. Um, and just like asking God, like, where are you? Just right. what am I doing here? Um, and it was in that moment that he kind of turned, or it, a light switch went on. Right. And um, went off, went on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got
1: it. I knew what you were saying.
0: <laughs> it turned on. Yeah. Um, and uh, he pretty much, like, it came to the realization that there were all these people. Like, he... I might not have physically felt him there, but he placed people in my life, mm-hmm. um, like um, the pastors yeah. and the counselor and Carson and yeah. friends who I was, I could just reach out to, um, to help me through that. But yeah, it was just, it's dark. Yeah. I never got to the point where I didn't want to be here, but right, um, it... I just, I wasn't happy and I just felt really defeated and like a disappointment and just all the negative things that you can feel about yourself. Yeah. I was there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Man, gosh, I, I, I can, I can relate, you know, to a whole lot of that story. So, (laughs) so you, you're kind of, you, uh, kind of at the, at the bottom of the, Mm -hmm. of the well, you know, um, and, and crying out to the Lord and just, you know, uh, uh, and uh, and you felt, but you felt like the what, what the Lord when you're like, Lord, where are you? You mm-hmm. felt like He was like, well, here, I've been here, yeah. The there's whole your time. there's your husband that I put in your life, yes. right? Here's your here's yeah. these pastors that I've put in your life. Here's this count, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's yeah. that's uh, because you know we, I, we were made. I tell people this all the time. But we were made we exist, we exist to live in community. God mm-hmm. created us that way. Oh. Um, but the the diabolical thing about depression and anxiety and all these things you're talking about is that they make us feel alone. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really what, that's really what's so awful about it. So did you feel, did you feel like whenever, whenever you were kind of at those moments where you, uh, Were you kind of trying to manage it on your own? Were you kind Mm -hmm. of trying to not tell everybody how you were feeling? Is that...
0: Yeah. But poor Carson. Well, well, he he (laughs) He, had a front row seat. He got it all. Yes, he sure did. Yeah. (laughs) He's still here today, so we made it. Um, But yeah, I would try. Yeah. Yeah. And then I that whenever I got to the point I knew I couldn't, that's when I turned to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah, and like that's exactly where the devil wants us, right? To mm-hmm. be feeling alone, and exactly. And then I got mad. Yes. That I let it get to that point, and then right. I let him have that control that's over right, me. That's right, right, right. And so then that's when I started fighting. Like, yeah. No. Yeah.
1: You can't. <laughs> yeah. So you 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 realize that this has been that this has been a, a ploy of mm-hmm. our enemy, you know, mm-hmm. Satan to 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 isolate you to get you off by yourself so that he yeah. can harm you destroy you right yeah and then you realize that and you're like not today not satan today. <laughs> <laughs> that's yes. good I, I you know uh, i i resonate so much with you know a, a lot of that i think there are many of us many folks listen to podcast, my, and myself included mm-hmm. who uh man i because and i, I, I kind of sense that you're like this too so i may mm-hmm. be totally wrong but i sense it but um but I, I, I'm the kind of person I need people to like me. Mm-hmm. I just do. I don't yes. know why. It's not healthy. Okay, yeah. I'm just, I'm being real with you. I but mean. I need people to like me, and so like so I will. I do not want anyone to know mm-hmm. when I'm struggling, when I'm having a hard time, because I want them to think good of me. I want yeah. them to respect me. I want you know, and so I have a tendency to I can be the. Let me put on the happy face. Yes, you know, yeah. and and isn't it crazy how we as Christians sometimes that we can be the worst about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I can't let anybody see how
0: but I'm struggling. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I think, um, that is where I've really grown in the last, uh, gosh, I guess it's been a couple of years. Uh-huh. Um, a group of friends, um, and charity sparks and her mom, Karen, yeah, uh, right. they've kind of mentored us and. um, We've just gotten to be really vulnerable. They mm. I told you earlier that charity stretches us like she yeah. doesn't let us just keep our happy face. And I'm yeah. so thankful for that because in that vulnerabil- vulnerability, yeah. Um, we've gotten through some really some hard stuff. And yeah. um like she'll help us see like where God is working in us right. on that in those situations and um just encourages us to Keep looking to him in those hard situations, and that he's right there with us, walking alongside us, and yeah. in front of us, and behind us, and all right. around. Um. So yeah, that um has really helped me, like, just shed that and mm-hmm. not feel like I have to be perfect. Yes. And put on a happy face all the time.
1: Yeah, and it's so weird because when we start to feel like when we start when we start to feel like oh my gosh, there's something wrong, or you know, because uh, we can tell like so, yeah. something's going on, or I'm struggling right now. It's so weird when we start to feel that, you know, then there's kind of sometimes this frantic energy that accompanies that where you're like, oh, I got to fix this. Mm -hmm. Well, let me fix that. What can I do? And, and we'll start to try, you know, all kinds of things to try to fix whatever this thing is that's going on inside of us. And, you know, anyway, I I tell people all the time, like, you know, I'm not that way about any other thing in my life. You know what I mean? Like if, if, uh, if I start to feel like I have a fever, you know, and I start (laughs) to feel really sick, you know, i uh, a lot of times I just go to the doctor yeah like I'm not frantically trying to fix it myself because I don't have the knowledge or the experience or the training or anything to fix right. it myself yes. you know if if I feel like there's something wrong with me i I in most other areas of my life if something's going crazy with my car I don't try to fix it yeah because I am an idiot right I cannot <laughs> fix a car yeah. I, I there are people who know how to yes. do that I take it to them exactly. you know and uh, sometimes I think there are some of us who we're tr- trying so hard spiritually and emotionally to fix ourselves, mm-hmm. to heal ourselves, mm-hmm. when we were never intended to do that. Yeah, we are—we're not physicians. He is the great physician. He's the one who heals, mm-hmm. and um, and we have to be able to bring that stuff to the Lord and allow Him to to lead us to people and to and to guide us and direct us in yeah. in in ways where we can discover His healing and not not whatever you know crazy band-aid we would try to yeah. throw on it you know yes that's exactly right. so anyway that's exactly that's, what i was doing <laughs> yeah and we we but we all do it mm-hmm. jennifer we really do we will try to we'll pretend we'll act like things are okay we'll we'll try to fix things and we'll come up with all these kind of crazy solutions yeah you know to the issues that that we're that we're dealing with that sometimes the issues become more destructive than the actual thing right. is in the first place <laughs> yes. you know yeah. And, uh, which is, which is kind of a road that a lot of us, a lot of us go down. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for you, uh, you finally did reach out, reached out to some pastors. Yeah. You got connected with a counselor. Mm-hmm. Did, um, was medication ever a part of yes. what folks did? Yeah, yeah.
0: And I still take, um, yeah, yeah just, um, just praise God for yeah, that. I know. Yeah. Um, I've tried getting, um, when I was pregnant, I would get off and sure. I was good. And, yeah. um, I just get to a point where I'm not able to focus and I can kind of feel it I know when it's coming on, and um, so I've learned tricks to combat that, and one of those is medicine. Yeah, absolutely. um, Yeah, I will be the first (laughs) advocate to say go to a counselor. The counselor is actually, I saw her for a while, and she encouraged me to go Yeah, um, just to kind of get a head start, and she just kind of explained like some people's chemicals in their brain Right. Don't shut off, and yeah, <laughs> I don't really know all the scientific stuff about yeah. it, and um. So, anyways, yes.
1: Well, Jennifer, listen, I really appreciate you sharing that because, yeah. you know, what's like I every I have asthma, mm-hmm. so uh, I take medicine every day for asthma. Yeah, and, you know, and I have since I was, you know. <laughs> A kid, you know, yeah. I was like nine or ten years old. Whenever I first really started taking medication for it, if I don't take it, I I can't breathe mm-hmm. well. You know, I I really struggle to breathe, and so, uh, and uh, have all kinds of you know issues. You know, there's not a time ever where I've felt you know weird. About the fact that I have to take asthma medicine, yeah. I, I'm not. St- that's not. There's no stigma around that. I, I have to mm-hmm. take asthma because medicine because I have asthma. Right. You know, you know, and uh, and that's just how it is. You know, um, but for whatever reason, when we start talking about medication when it comes to our mental and emotional health. Yes. There's all this there's weirdness around stigma. it. Yeah. I and I know. D- I don't understand it. You Me know. Either. We have this. <laughs> We have these, um, you know, this, uh, uh, amazing, you know, science and technology. God has given people wisdom, you yeah. know, uh, to, to, to think about this and to develop these things that, that can help the chemicals in our brains get balanced yeah. back out. And, uh, and I don't, I, I don't really understand why it's so weird for a lot of us, but I really appreciate you sharing that. I really do. Yeah. Of so,
0: course. and all, of, I will say like all of that is great and mm-hmm. wonderful and it's helped me so much, Yeah. but there's. Like ultimately, God is the one that got me through that. No and doubt. So, yeah, just continuing to lean on Him mm-hmm. has been, Paul, yeah, obviously. <laughs>
1: well, and you can't like. Uh, so I try to describe it to people like this way that you know, pretend like there are, there are three spheres of ourselves, and that's a terrible description because that kind of makes it feel like that these three spheres are isolated spheres mm-hmm. are isolated from each other, and they're not. They're totally overlapping all the time. But, but there's a but you, if you have like a uh, spiritual Mm-hmm. you know part of yourself and then and you have a your physical self your body you know and then you have your mental and emotional self um well those three things are completely interconnected yeah. you know yes. and uh and so like you can if you're if you're emotionally you know uh if if you're emotionally unwell you can go out and try to fix that mm-hmm. but but if you're not addressing your physical health yeah you know then it's not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna get healing you're not gonna mm-hmm. you're not gonna be able to walk all the way out of that. And if you're not dealing with the spiritual component of what's going yeah. on in your life, then you're not going to be able to do it either. You know, you, yes. you understand what I'm saying? Like the, there, there, there's no way out of the, 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 the mental and emotional morass mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. find ourselves in, you know, apart from Jesus, like he's, you know, yeah. uh, so, uh, that, but that's not to say th- that, that, that addressing that mental and emotional aspect mm-hmm. of yourself and the physical aspect of yourself, like the literal chemicals in your brain. Yeah. It's not to say that those things aren't important too. They totally are. right? And, uh, and so pursuing, you know, your, your, uh, and I would say this too, like when you're struggling and anybody could tell you this, when you're struggling with your physical health, like if you, if you were, for example, dealing with chronic pain, mm-hmm. you know what? people find they find that that really affects their mental and emotional health and they also find that sometimes it really affects their spiritual health mm-hmm. too it can it can cause them to feel alienated from God it can cause them to you know to withdraw from relationship with God that happens to people all the yeah. time and but when when in order to experience healing in their physical body you also have to be pursuing healing in your spiritual mm-hmm. life and in your mental and emotional life too uh, otherwise you're not ever gonna have the healing that God wants for you no. to have yeah and so I try Good. to I just try to think about it like yeah. like that, you know. So uh, I, now, I'm, my particular area uh, where I kind of live my life when I'm counseling other people is that is the spiritual, you know, world. Mm. But but I understand. But we're going to pray about this, and we're mm-hmm. going to uh, seek the Lord for deliverance for you, and go see a doctor, yeah, and get a good counselor. You know, what I'm talking yes. about like do those things we're all too. A team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all of these are parts of you that that, that overlap and work together. Yeah. That's how God made you. He made you that way on purpose, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So uh, all we're doing, we're doing that is we're acknowledging God's good creation, yes. you know, and, and how, he, how he designed this, which, you know, is perfect. And good yes, so at correct. least that's what he said after he did it yes. he made it so he was like
0: it's good yeah so all
1: right i'm just gonna take his word for that's it. that's right <laughs> that's right that's right so what about right now like what what do you feel like is the thing that god is really um teaching you what are you in the midst of learning right now
0: yeah um so after if gathering which is a women's conference yeah. um So Jenny Allen is uh, the one that puts that on. Yeah. And she left us with a very um, urgent message, I Mm -hmm. guess you could say, Um, that Jesus is coming one day. That's right. We don't know when. Yeah. We all knew that. Um, But her urgency in that kind of woke me up. Yeah. What am I doing? Um, So I haven't been bold in sharing the gospel Mm any chance I get. Right. Um, And so my word is for boldness Mm -hmm. (laughs) to be bold and not be scared of sharing Mm -hmm. and talking about it and like talking about stuff that I've gone through and um, not putting on that front. Yeah. Um, And to be open to opportunities. I know um, I miss a lot of opportunities to have those conversations because I'm in my own head and, focusing on Jennifer and my lane. And uh-huh. um, so I've just been praying really, really hard um, to not miss those. Yeah. Because he opens them. Yeah. He, he gives us plenty of opportunities. I just miss them a lot. So right. boldness and, um, yeah.
1: And You know, uh, I, I like that you said that uh, uh, boldness to share and boldness in, uh, in love and in compassion. Mm-hmm. Like I think, because sometimes I think we, you know, sometimes I think we think of boldness as like a, you know, like as a megaphone where we're kind of yeah. shouting in people's no, faces. No, 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 And that's not at all what you're Just talking about. to get about. out of my own head yeah. and not be scared of- And notice people who are struggling yes. and notice people who need Jesus and mm-hmm. then because of the love of Christ, you know, let me... Let me help you. Let yeah. me share the gospel with you. What can I do? Just you know, love on them. Yeah, but love takes boldness. Yeah. There's really no. There's a. There's a whole lot of courage wrapped up in love, mm-hmm. and um, it's love is not for the timid. Mm-hmm. You know, so because uh, you put you're putting yourself out there yeah. when you love somebody else, when yeah. you really choose to to love them, and uh, and uh, so so I think that I think that it does. It requires a lot of you know. It requires a lot of boldness to um, to act with yeah. the love of Christ. You yeah. know, it really does, man. That's true. Yes. I, I want that for me too. My my word is going to be boldness. All right. I'm a, I'm stealing <laughs> we'll your word. See
0: who does it better? That's right. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> that's just right.
1: Well, that's that's that is a good that's a good a, a good word for us to, to end on. So, um, listen, if those of you listening to the podcast today, I know that there's probably some of you um, it's amazing how often struggles with anxiety and depression come up mm-hmm. when people tell their stories on this podcast. Yeah. It's amazing uh, it's amazing the number of people that we're surrounded by all the time that have walked or are walking right now through seasons where they're dealing with anxiety and or depression, right? And can I say one more thing? Yeah, please I'm do. sorry. Yeah. I was
0: going to say I struggled a lot with my upbringing like I said I was very fortunate. Right. And um that even kind of led to even more like, I yeah. shouldn't be like, I have What's this perfect life. Yeah, I shouldn't be feeling this way. Yeah, It doesn't matter. Like right. you, anybody can face that. Exactly. It, yeah. So man, thank it, you for whatever. saying that. Mm.
1: Thank you for saying it, Cause I think you're so right. I think, and I think a lot of people feel that way. What, mm-hmm. what is wrong with me? My parents were great. Yeah. I had a great I have life. No reason up. to be
0: feeling like this.
1: I'm married to this awesome person. They mm-hmm. know I have these beautiful kids. What's the, why am I, why am I flipping out? Yeah. You know? Yes. yeah uh so that's that's great it, it it's because it, it you know it's because there there are things in our emo, uh, emotional and uh, in our mental lives and, and also in our spiritual lives that that crop up you know mm-hmm. sometimes and uh and we need help navigating yeah. them and uh but you're right it doesn't always have to do with with our circumstances in the mm-hmm. way that maybe other people might might view them. Yeah. so because yeah. um, I wouldn't want to say I would want to say this too like sometimes you know the other people have issues that are bigger than ours, you know, mm-hmm. or different than ours. We, we think of them as bigger, but they're different than ours. But but I don't think that really diminishes the issues, you know, that we face or yeah. that we struggle, you know. Because yeah. when we're living in that moment, it, they're pretty big. They're pretty yeah. real, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the Whatever it is that has you on the floor of your bathroom, you know, crying out to the Lord, yeah. that's real, right. you know. And it's big. And, uh, and so, uh, but I think carrying shame around, mm-hmm. like, you know being ashamed that you're yeah. feeling that when, you know, uh, uh, that's not helpful no, really. No. That just kind of adds fuel to the fire. Yeah. doesn't it?
0: You just have to lay it down and God yeah. takes that away from us. That's why he died on the cross. That's right. To take all of that away. So, yep.
1: yeah Yep. Uh, he is, th- he is the healer for yeah. sure. So, but, but there, I know there are folks listening who are, are struggling with anxiety or depression or both of those things, you know, uh, and, uh, and I know, uh, listening to this podcast, you, some of you are like, man, I, I, that is exactly where I was on my bathroom floor last night. You know, mm-hmm. somebody's probably saying that. Um, and so I want you to know a couple of things. First of all, the Lord God loves you. <laughs> mm-hmm. He loves you for who you are. He loves you exactly where you are today. You're precious to him. So uh, that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing I would say is that look, help is available, and uh, and uh, and we find help in community. We've, we like like Jennifer said, um, God woke her up and showed her. Look, no, my hands and feet have been on you this. My my hands have been on you this whole time in the form of your husband and these pastors and these counselors. Right. Yes. So so that's that's the same is true for you. Um, so, uh, right now, if, 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 that's a place where you're struggling, l- listen, you can go to our website. There's a link to our website in the description of this episode. Okay. There's actually, there's actually a link to a place where you can tell us a prayer request. So you can, in the, in the description of this episode, you'll see a link to, uh, our prayer request page. Click on that, fill out the prayer request and send it to us, um, if you would like for us to contact you, you can put that in the prayer request. Say I need somebody to contact me. We'll reach out to you uh, and, and contact you. We have a we have a, a list of counselors that that, that we've kind of compiled in the Lubbock area uh, that we'd be happy to to share with you, uh, so that, so that you can try to find some, some help in that way. Uh, a lot of really godly Christian counselors in the, in the Lubbock area. Check that out. Yeah. So, uh, so we'd be happy to share that with you. Uh, uh, but, but for those, for if, if that, if that's where you're living, please don't just keep trying to plow your way through it. Please don't do that. Uh, because that doesn't take you anywhere good you know, um, reach out, get some help. Uh, and, and if you, and if you don't know of any other place to reach out me, you can, I mean, we're here We we want to help. So, uh, so message us, uh, uh, you can do that through the, through the website, uh, through the prayer request, you know, page, or, 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 or even just email addresses that are on the website. Please feel free to do that. Um, cause we really do care about you. We really do w- want to help you. And, and, uh, and Jennifer and I both want you to know that, um, that, you know, that, that trying to that trying to navigate anxiety and depression that's that is that's not something that you were designed to do on your own and uh there healing is possible like deliverance is possible yes. you know in Christ Jesus and uh and uh, so if you'll su- submit to that surrender to that uh, you know uh, there's help out there there really is yeah. so yes. All right, that's, that's good a stuff. yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jennifer, for for sharing your story and uh, every time. You know what? You know what? You didn't say though. You didn't talk about this, and we've got to hear this before we go. Okay. Uh How so? How did you and Carson meet? How did that happen? <laughs> What's that story? Can you tell that story?
0: Yes. So we met at WT. All in right. In college, yes. Yeah. Um. So the first time we met was summer. Okay. Um, I couldn't tell you what year of college we were in. Yeah, uh, it was in the summer, and I was in the process of getting back with an ex-boyfriend. You oh, know all of the things, yeah. and so I didn't really give Carson the. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And so, you just kind of bumped into him, but you yeah, didn't really like, notice. Hey, hey, yeah. yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, and he tried. To message me and whatnot, but yeah. I was doing my thing with yes. the ex-boyfriend, which yeah. was stupid. But <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to say that on the. Podcast? Can, can I just tell Sorry. you? I've got plenty of those stories. <laughs> I just tell you. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, and then December, the just the next December, um, uh-huh. I was in Delta Zeta sorority, and yeah. he went with a friend. And we met back up and friends got us together and yeah. that's how it all happened. And, and you were like, Why awesome. did I not message oh, you back? I doing? What was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it was probably good. We were both not our best selves. <laughs> yes. In yeah. that summer. So, so you kinda good.
1: had to get through, learn yes. some stuff so that you were ready yes. when the time came.
0: Yeah. So that's it. that's how we met. We that's graduated good. college and that's got good. married. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> yes. Well,
1: listen once again, Jennifer. Thank you so much for 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 sharing your story. Really appreciate that. Yes. I know it's going to be an encouragement to some folks out there. So if you listen to this podcast and it was an encouragement, if you see Jennifer <laughs> around, you need to just just, just give, me give a her a hug. Zero star rating. That's right. <laughs> give Jennifer a hug and tell her how much you appreciate her. So. Uh, but but really do appreciate you sharing your story and guys join us next week we'll have another have another fascinating interesting amazing guest who will join us uh, who will join us again next week but uh, but until then we'll see you around town thanks for tuning in to first things first we want to invite you to join us for worship this Sunday at first shallow water you can find us at 703 Avenue J in shallow water Texas our Sunday morning service starts at 1030 a.m Click on the link in the description of this episode for more information about our church or if you'd just like to reach out to us. Check out the previous episodes of this podcast. Make sure you do that. We really have had the privilege of hearing some amazing stories. And make sure you check back each week for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you around town.